That's better. <clears throat> okay. Well, this looks different. You look different with not the with half our dampening blankets down. Is it is it better? Is it a good look for me? Does it's, it make my eyes pop? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a nicer background. Okay. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. It's good. It's a, it's very important to me how I look. You know that about me. <laughs> I'm very vain. So vain. Do you have a hi? Hi. Do you have a, a pre pre yes. intro? I do. I'm Sweet. pulling it together in my brain as we speak. As we yes speak. <laughs> your, I'm worried. Your pop filter is also very far away from. Maybe that's probably the problem because I feel like the pop filter is so close to my face. But there, now I there. feel like I'm the right distance away. Okay. And look at how far away I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a thousand miles away. Okay. I don't know what song you're singing right now. What are you singing? Isn't there something about a thousand miles? I don't know. Oh, now I can hear. I can hear it in my head. Okay, I'm not gonna think. <laughs> I can't hear it well enough to sing it. Okay, you're Fair welcome. <clears throat> if you are filled with an unending an unexpressible joy when you realize that the incredibly obscure joke that you reposted on a whim not only landed, but was appreciated by people you did not know would get the incredibly obscure joke, then you are a student of osmology. Welcome, our fellow awesomeologists, to Awesomeology, the show where we find all of the awesome things and dish them up just for you. My name is Sue. And I'm Vince. In this episode, we are doing another one of our one of us surprises the other with a topic. That's all we we just we're just surprising each just other. Just so many surprises. This is, you know, this is how we're making keeping our friendship like healthy. By surprising each other with these little gifts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and as, as I was telling you, I was reading recently that it's good to make it's a good to make sure you have a. I don't know what the the line is. A, enough conflict in your yes, podcast. Yes. So this is maybe this is our way of making sure we keep try that to conflict. try to stay above the line. And, right. So just the fact that I am conflict seeking isn't enough for you now. <laughs> We have to create more. <laughs> yes, all of the conflict. Actually, we, we have established I am not conflict seeking. I just am not conflict avoidant. avoidant. I'm very I conflict am, avoidant. I am conflict. I'm the opposite. Ready. Of <laughs> conflict ready. Yes. So. <gasps> I just, I'm sorry. I just, I have, mm, I'm putting a pin in something. I just remembered something I learned. That I wanted to share with you. Oh. Okay. Well, maybe we'll have room for that in our maybe in our outline. Okay. Okay. So well here's a, so here's a question. 
is it better? Is it, does it, what I want to do is have a teaser, right? So because we want people to keep listening because we have an update. Wait, we're doing this so people will listen? No, well, we're just doing, we would do this anyway. (laughs) We're just doing this to do this. Oh, okay. Whether or not people listen is. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. We should be thinking about that, but we're very much not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is it better to actually give the topic than do our update? And then come back to the topic or to say, we'll get to the topic in a moment, but first we have an update. Ooh, I think that there's a right way to do, I think we tease it. Okay. But look, I know when I say that, that means the onus is on you to tease it now. Okay. And I want you to know that I want it to be as obscure of a sort of tease as you Ooh. can possibly make it. So I don't, Ooh. I want to have an idea of what the topic is, but I don't want it to be like today we're talking about pens. <laughs> wow. Again. That, that feels targeted. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. Sorry about it. Oh, so that's a big, that's a tall order to fill. Yeah, so I know, ob- right? An obscure, without saying today we're talking about, uh, Okay. Pressure's on, bro. Oh, but it has to be enough where you actually know what it is so you can sort of prep for it right. while we do the update. I'm not going to be prepping for it. I'm going to be paying attention to you. When we are in this room, <laughs> Vincent, when we are in this room, I am 100% engaged with what you're saying, and I'm definitely not thinking about lunch. Right. Theoretically. Yeah. Hypothetically. <laughs> Well, I think, I think that the topic itself is enough of an introduction. Okay. To say it is a, it is a, it is a rich word. Is that what I'm trying to say? It is rich. I have no idea. Like there's some, there's boring words, right? And then there's words that mm, have come with a whole thing. This okay. is one of those words. Say a Topics. boring word. What's a boring word? Uh, the. The is, it doesn't count. <laughs> beige. Is beige sure. a boring word? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So the topic is not beige. The topic is not beige. Okay. The. <laughs> now I have to think of a different way to say it than the topic is. <laughs> well, I think technically you could say the top. Also, first of all, these <laughs> As so many things are in our work life, in our friendship, these are just rules I'm making up. <laughs> I'm trying to follow the rules. Completely arbitrary. And it's so hard. <laughs> the rules are constantly yeah. changing. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Just imagine. Imagine what it's like to live with me. Because <laughs> I do the same thing to my family. <laughs> these are rules I made up, and I just change them. Figure it out. Anyway. <laughs> So after we get to our update, yes. the thing, the topic that we'll be discussing today, you're welcome. I broke the rules. I'm yes. sorry. It's okay. We're talking about the heebie-jeebies. The heebie-jeebies. But first. But first. I am fascinated 
by the update that you want me to give here. And I want to know what it is you want me to update people on. <laughs> no, just to say, uh, well, here's the thing. For me, it has been a rather hilarious experience. <laughs> because I haven't had to be in your office. Right. While you don't have a light. So it's funny because I was going to save that. I was trying, I was working really hard. When when I started mentally preparing myself for this, since you surprised me mm-hmm. with a recording, um, I was working really hard to find the spin because, you know, I am one of my secret titles is spin doctor. And wow. <laughs> to find the spin. That's your, <laughs> that's your DJ name? That is, yes, my <laughs> DJ name. Yes. Uh to find the spin on why <laughs> sitting in the in the mostly dark in my office is a positive thing. Mm. So what I came up with is that this is my way of being able to work, like being able to change up my environment oh, to sure. increase my creativity sure. without yeah. having to do anything. Novelty, we talked yes. about that. Yes, so that was my my spin. That is okay. Okay. It now it this is not. It's a lie. This is why that is spin (laughs) because it's not true. So what's happening right now for the listener (laughs) is that um, so if you don't know, we the building that we work in is the oldest three story. It was the first three story building, brick building, built in Marshfield. Mm -hmm. It was built in. 1905? Sure. I think. So, very old building. Really good bones, I think is what they say. (laughs) But one of the, as much as we love our beautiful building, something about purchasing a very old building is that things can be a little quirky. Mm -hmm. So a quirk of our particular building is that in our area, we have a little office off to the side, which is now my office, which before there were people in it, it it has a motion-sensing light. And before we had anyone in the office, when we first moved in here and we were using it partially for storage, and um, the light would turn on randomly when there was no one in it. Yeah. Um, And And there have been days where you are out of the office where your light is on all day. All day. Um, motion detecting light. The motion detecting light on all day. And also, there are times I'm in my office, or have been times, I'm in my office and working, and the light turns itself off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, times. So there's a lot of fun that happens with the light in my office, and the fun that's currently happening with light in my office is that it has permanently turned itself off. Mm-hmm. And it will not turn on. No. So I'm working, and the office does not have a window. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, so I am working by lamplight. Not old-fashioned, old-timey lamplight, like a miner. But <laughs> uh, I am using the lamp that we affectionately have dubbed Lampy. Yes. Lampy is in my office right Lampy now. Lampy is a mechanic 
Lampy look like how I don't know what style you would describe Lampy it's, as. I think it's, it's a it's specific. A, it's like a what do they call it? I want a barrister light. Okay. I think is the thing they call it. So oh. it's the kind that I don't know why I'm demonstrating you, to you. I am aware of how Lampy works. It is the kind <laughs> that is up. It has a, sits on a base, but then it's up on an arm that bends. Yes, and it's that's got, Lampy. Yeah, black yeah. metal. Yes. Very industrial looking. Right. Can bend. Right. So what what has become my favorite thing to do now? I only did it once, but uh, it, it looks very much like either you're in an interrogation <laughs> or like you're an investigative journalist right. like working late at night right. under lamplight. Right. Uh, so I walked in the other day and I grabbed Lampy by the head, pointed him right in your face. Where were you on Friday night? Yeah. Yes. It was great. Yeah. That was your little chance to act out your role of being the bad cop. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which you are. All At all times. At all times. Yes. So what was the... Uh, as long as we're on updates, what was your uh, intro all about? Oh, <laughs> so I um over the weekend. This is not something coronavirus is not something to joke about. But <laughs> I happen here to see, we are. <laughs> I happen to see someone had re had posted on Facebook something that was the. Uh, supposedly, the a advice for um, advice for the residents in Australia. Okay, and I think I know where you're going with this. The uh, in regards to coronavirus and the last line of it. I wish I could remember exactly what the line is, but I can't. Um, is actually from a movie that I happen to love called Shaun of the Dead. And Shaun of the Dead is a zombie movie. You're not familiar with it, I assume. No. But um, in so the whole idea in Shaun of the Dead is that zombies suddenly appear, right? Mm-hmm. And it's centered around two main characters that are friends, and one of them... Keeps he has a list of how they're going to handle the zombie outbreak, mm-hmm. and the list ends with get to the Winchester, which is their favorite pub, have a pint, and wait for it all to blow over. <laughs> and this advice <laughs> ended with go to the Winchester, have a pint, okay. and wait for it all to blow over. Okay, and I posted that. Um, I tagged my husband, who is the one I watched, I saw the movie with originally. And um, four or five other people that I had no idea had ever seen the movie commented, and it thrilled me. Got it. So there. Okay. So that is actually my life plan. Let's go to the Winchester, have a pint, wait for it all to blow over. <laughs> Fair enough. See, I thought I thought where you were going with that was something to do with the fact that Australia doesn't even exist. Oh, so. there, that is also true. That is also that's the thing we we've learned mm-hmm. that Australia doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. So the advice would have to be, you don't exist, don't worry about it. (laughs) You'll be fine. (laughs) You'll be fine because you're imaginary. (laughs) 
seems like great advice. But in fact, um, as you know, it's the Irish that are imaginary, like leprechauns. Let's continue. Let's continue. <laughs> Heebie-jeebies? Yes. So there... How do I want to go into this? Uh, let's start with what... This is me processing. Okay. What What is... The heebie-jeebies. What are what what it is? It is it the heebie-jeebies. The heebie-jeebies. Sure. Apostrophe the heebie-jeebies. Okay. Uh, so let me start. Let me start here by saying it was not what I thought it was. Oh, okay. So as I got into this, it got exponentially more interesting because, like I said. It wasn't what I thought it was. So what is the more the more specific definition of the heebie-jeebies? So we'll talk about what it is, and then I'll get into what I thought it was and what I was really going for. And somewhere along the way, can you please explain to me where you started on this journey? Yes. Please. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So... The heebie-jeebies, a general feeling of anxiety, fear, uneasiness, or nausea. Okay. Uh, some other terms. I thought this was fun. Some other terms. The creeps. Yes. The willies. Yes. The butterflies. Ooh, see, butterflies seem, that see. seems positive to me. Mmm. The collywobbles. I've definitely had the Kaliwabbles. Yeah, to me, butterflies is more like nervousness, which I guess technically, like you could qualify that under anxiety, but I feel like that's different than the heebie-jeebies. Right. So, like, for me, that, like, the the heebie-jeebies would be more like, I don't like spiders, so... The feeling when I look at a spider, like that's the heebie-jeebies. That gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Are, I don't want to interrupt your vast amount of research. Vast. But I do want to make sure that we spend some time talking about what does give us the heebie-jeebies. Oh, that is definitely on that's the list. That's part of this. Okay, yep. good. Please sure. proceed. Proceed, sir. Yep. <laughs> So that'll come later. So put a pin okay. in that. I'm putting a pin. What in was that. the other pin that you put in something? I have. Oh, it's. I'm going to save it for the part of the show that we don't call creative soup. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So uh, some common things that tend to give people the heebie-jeebies: snoring, gum cracking, constant sniffling, cracking knuckles, nail clipping. Apparently. <clears throat> oh, you know. So where I started with this, and I might have put this in the wrong spot. This might, those might more relate to the second thing okay. that I'm going to get to. Okay. Uh, because where I started with this is, I I'm sitting at my desk. As you do. As I do, and I crack my knuckles, as I do. Right. And the thought popped into my head. That really bothers some people. Like, I realize, like, that's a thing that some people have a very adverse reaction to. I Believe me, 
it is not lost on me that you were sitting at your desk with me not in the room and suddenly had that thought after I sat in a room with you for more than a year <laughs> and commented every single time you did that. <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. So we've, we've very recently discussed your level of empathy. <laughs> this or might lack be, This might be part of why I think that, just okay. so you know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Was it an epiphany? Did you have an epiphany at that moment that suddenly you realized people didn't like that? Well, no, that wasn't the part. The part that was more epiphanous. I don't think that's a word, <laughs> but I like it. Uh, was like, oh, there has to be a word for that. Oh, okay. Right, like the the uh, the negative feeling that that evokes. Like, there's got to be a word for that. So this is not you suddenly learning out of nowhere. Right. That some people don't like that. After I told you I don't like it, (laughs) that people don't like it. Right. Okay. Right. So heebie-jeebies is the first term that came to mind. Okay. But then as I researched (laughs) casually, as I do. Right. uh, There's a separate, more distinctive thing that I think, and here's where I think I put this in the wrong spot in my notes, um, that... That that like the cracking knuckles falls under. Um, now, the most probably famous example of it would be nails on a chalkboard. Mm. So like that is like. So what do you call that sound? Like your reaction to that sound, or if you don't have a negative reaction to it, I don't know who wouldn't. But like, what would you call that? Uh what would I call that? All I can think of is that it, that it's like an irritation. It's it's more irritating. Mm-hmm. But I don't. What's what is the term? Uh, before we get to the term, there is a Spanish term. So there isn't a great English word for it. Okay. The Spanish term, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, looks like grima, which makes me think of grima worm tongue, uh, which is <laughs> fitting. But for, would the, that would be the Spanish name for the feeling you get from nails on a chalkboard okay. or similar feelings. Okay. Um, so in, but what I found is that there is a term coined recently or proposed as recently as 2000, uh, called misophonia. Oh, okay. So this is a condition in which negative emotions, thoughts, and physical reactions are triggered by sound. So that is so one way it would be distinctive from, say, things like spiders is mm-hmm. that it is not necessarily the sound of the spider that right. is triggering. It's the whole package. <laughs> because what would the sound of the spider be? It Fitz, w- Fitz, over <laughs> here. Hey, hey, look over here. <laughs> no. Stop it, spider. Whatever the sound is, it would be <laughs> awful. Uh, the sound, the reaction a, as a means of trying to qualify it is similar but distinct 
from disgust. Okay. And it uh, it triggers the fight or flight response, which I thought was interesting. Okay. And one study found that 80% of the sounds that trigger this are related to the mouth. Eating, <laughs> slurping, chewing, popping gun, whispering, whistling. And about 60% of those were repetitive. Okay. So I have definitely... Heard, what is the word again? Ms. Uh, look at the right spot. Misophonia. Mis- okay, I have definitely heard misophonia. Maybe misophonia. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> being used to refer to the uh, when someone can't stand to hear other people eat. Mm, sure. So yeah, that that just. And that only that just triggers me to mention that because that's a thing that happens in my family because I have one child who is an open mouth eater, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I have one husband who can't abide it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel his pain because I am the same way. But also, I don't think anybody likes that sound. Right. But the rest of us are kind of, I think, can sort of live with it. Right. But none of us are using that as a white noise to go to sleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's objectively awful. Um, So here's what I, here's another unique i'm trying to find other words than interesting okay that's good <laughs> something else about it uh it's not necessarily classified as misophonia when like the nails on the chalkboard isn't a great example because like that is an objectively classified awful sound <laughs> it just is awful it just is bad right right so it's more in a case where uh, it's a negative reaction to something that's otherwise normal. Like, so some people wouldn't be bothered by it at all. Right. And some people have a very negative reaction to it. So, uh, according to WebMD, very prestigious research. You really research. did a lot of research. Yeah. Uh, they, they uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Define. Define it as... Uh, disorder in which certain sounds trigger emotional or physiological responses that some might perceive as unreasonable given the circumstance. So, that. Uh, Yeah. So, where do we go from here? Let's talk about... I don't know. This is your research. I know. Well, that's about the end of the researchy bit. Like, so distinctive from what I thought it was, the heebie-jeebies, all of that, the willies, whatever, (laughs) that's fine. Uh, So now that we have this newfound distinction, let's talk about, let's talk about our triggers. Okay. So heebie-jeebies versus misophonic okay reactions all right i'm tr- i've been trying to think of exactly like how i describe for you 
things that give me the heebie-jeebies. And when you started reading off that list, uh, and the sound of someone clipping their nails does not necessarily bother me. Um, <clears throat> although my husband will tell you it does because he chose to do this while riding in my car one day. And <laughs> <laughs> let's say we had words <laughs> in regards to the appropriateness words, of that. Words. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that in itself doesn't bother me. But finding a previously clipped fingernail. Ooh, that's just gross. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Just the idea... And what's strange is, the, the, reason, the reason I think that's slightly unreasonable is because I will touch someone's hand and touch their fingernails, <laughs> and that doesn't bother me. Right. But to see that little clip of fingernail right. having been removed from someone's hand and then to have to, like, and obviously, generally when I find it, that means I'm in the position of, having to be the person to clean that mm. yeah. fingernail, nope. that discarded fingernail up. Mm -hmm. <gasps> you know what else gives me the heebie-jeebies? That warm feeling in the top of a garbage can. We <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> go to put your hand in the garbage can yes. and it's warm. Yes. So we had this problem back at the main office in town. Mm -hmm. uh, the... Garbage can in the break room was metal, is metal. It's still there. We're not there. <laughs> and so when you, uh, we would go through coffee so frequently in the morning, particularly, that you, when you run out, you just make a new pot automatically. So that means you're putting hot, warm grounds mm -hmm. into the garbage can. Right. And when the next poor soul who would come along when it's lunchtime and you just have to throw something away and this warm moist air rises out of the garbage can and Blah. it's that feeling that you now have condensation on your hand from the garbage yep warm condens warm <laughs> condensation on your hand <laughs> <laughs> that is heebie-jeebie yeah inducing to yeah. me yeah it was it was bad. Yeah, for me, well, spiders is probably the biggest thing, and I've gotten better about it over the year, but over the years, I should say. But like trying, so I was trying to think of like things that are more anxiety or fear inducing, right? Or like the so spiders mm -hmm. more phobia, like that type of thing, versus as I was reading this, like the misophonia stuff like something that like gives me a physical negative reaction mm -hmm. and pretty much everything was was in reference to sound um so i don't know i'm sure there are things and now that i'm thinking about it i'll maybe notice more like spiders is the only like heebie-jeebie type thing really that i could think of i think i am more prone to heebie-jeebies than misophonia? <laughs> Did I get it? Sure. I thought of another heebie-jeebie inducing thing. Ooh, let's A hear thing it. that, and I don't, 
I think this qualifies under the heebie-jeebie category. It's really specific. Watching a television show or a movie, or indeed, I have found out reading a book in which something happens that is beyond the character's control and they change into something. Let me give you an example. Please. (laughs) (laughs) In, so the one I can think, I don't, it was so heebie-jeebie inducing for me. In the Star Trek Voyager series, okay? Mm -hmm. There is an episode where I don't remember the whole plot of the whole plot of it, but one of the crew members and Captain Janeway, who is the captain, obviously, <laughs> end up on the end up trapped on the planet. Okay. And because of the atmosphere on the planet, I don't remember specifically why. But basically, they're trapped in this atmosphere and they are turned into Something that sort of giant lizard akin, right? Okay. So they're akin to like giant lizards. Sure. And um, they, spoilers, they end up rescuing them. They come back. Everything turns out fine. But it's this feeling. And this, you know, this, of course, is not the only Thing, the only TV show or movie I've ever seen that does this. That just right. happened. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. the fact that they're trapped, they can't figure out how to get them off the planet, this thing is happening, there's nothing they can do about it. Um, they're in a swamp. It's oh, it, Just the whole thing <laughs> was so anxiety-producing in me. Hmm. I, to, I mean, to give you an idea, it probably has been 10 or 15 years since I've seen that episode. Wow. And I cannot... Get it out of my mind. (laughs) And that's in your brain. Right. Forever. Uh Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's heebie-jeebie inducing. I don't know what it is about that particular thing. Interesting. Yeah. So. Huh. (laughs) But the other, I mean, obviously, nobody really likes... Again, like nobody likes open mouth chewers. Nobody really enjoys hearing people clip their fingernails. What, what, what mm-hmm. were some of the other ones? Uh, knuckle cracking, constant sniffling, gum cracking, snoring. Well, and I think it's it's to what extent do you have a reaction right. to it? Right. Like can you like you're saying, can you let it go mm-hmm. or not? Um so for me, uh, like in general, like those repetitive noises, like pen clicking or toe tapping or I'm for sure open mouth chewing, like all of those just annoy me and it's hard to get past that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I think the things that most... like trigger this sort of reaction for me are like not even 
I mean, maybe nails on a chalkboard, but that, like that has never really like that falls into the I can get over it category, mm-hmm. which is weird because that's like the quintessential example. But for me, the thing I cannot get over is take a balloon in each hand and rub them together. Oh, really? And I, I like I was thinking about this on at lunch today and like I had a like I got goosebumps <laughs> and had a reaction just from thinking, just about, thinking it. about it. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I know one. And it it it's just so <laughs> the the feeling of your teeth on metal. Mm. So mm-hmm. and there are like there's certain type well, I think older silverware that had I don't know a particular type of metal that would like really just any of it react with your teeth any of it any of it like it bothers it bothers me and it bothers me to watch other people like there is a thing that girls do females do some and it is having like I am actually very grossed out even just saying this. <laughs> but taking a necklace and chewing on it. Mm. Have you seen like, this, this yeah, feels seen like it. like a junior high school thing that girls sure, do. Sure. But I am sure it's like a nervous habit or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And but that also that can't be it's not mesothelioma. What is it? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Misophonia. <laughs> it can't be that because it's not that I'm hearing it. Mm. Right? Sure. It just is. Maybe that's just another. I'm definitely more prone to heebie-jeebies, I guess. Yeah. Because that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's some some things like, well, and, and I still don't have a definitive answer. Like, what what is that thing? Right. What, what is that reaction? Um, you know, I wonder, too, if there's some... If some part of it is, like, I know that there are certain frequencies that are harsher to the ear. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if, like, some of those things just reside in that f- frequency range or one of mm-hmm. those frequency ranges. And so it's just th- that much more irritating and annoying and right. or whatever. Or maybe someone's just more sensitive to whatever particular thing is. Um, another one for me, so similar to the balloons rubbing together, uh, styrofoam rubbing together. Hmm. Like, j- mm, nope. I can see, like, I understand that these are things that bother people, you know, mm-hmm. but it just is not, I don't think phase me. Yeah. So, just, yeah. That, mm. <laughs> nope. But also, like, left to my own devices, I would be, I'm a fidgeter, so I would be a pen clicker. Mm. I, like, I just, I fidget with things, and I am tempted to say that if I could make a noise with them. You would. I would be that much more prone to do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
okay, so I have I have one more example to Kay. discuss from my own personal life, and then uh, a follow up to the idea of misophonia. But before we get into that, do you have any any other thoughts or questions in regards to? In regards to the heebie-jeebies, or yeah. either one, yeah. or... Yeah. Anything else to add before we... Okay. Let me think. Is there anything that gives you the heebie-jeebies that you think isn't normal? That is so something that people are like, dude, what even are you all worked up <laughs> <laughs> do you do you have a is there anything you have a really over the top reaction to that maybe is outside the norm? I don't think so. Another example that popped into my head that it doesn't bother me, but I know some people like going over bridges is <gasps> I have a friend. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I realize <laughs> that's what I do, but I have a friend who And this actually harkens back to our conversation about um, foreign words and phrases Mm. because when she goes over a bridge, she hates going over bridges because when she goes over a bridge, she has the undeniable desire to drive off of it. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The call of the boy. Yes. Yes. I don't remember what that word was, but yeah, yeah. And I have and I have gone over the Mississippi River with her, mm. and that is horrifying mm-hmm. because also she's not quiet about it. But she tells you <laughs> yeah. that that is what's going on. <laughs> That's not unsettling at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really upsetting. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I'll <clears throat> maybe I'll have to report back, and yeah. I don't know how long. More research is needed because, yeah. like, literally, spiders was the only thing I could think of. Um, so, yeah, I th- I think I would not do well in food service um, because other people's used food Mm. and garbage is a real problem for me sure it is i and it's it's sort of the same as the fingernail thing right Mm -hmm. there is nothing wrong with that fingernail when it's attached to your finger (laughs) and there is nothing wrong with that crust of pizza when like you have just taken the pizza out of the box and you are now eating it and so there's nothing but something about the fact that you set that crust of pizza on your plate and now my responsibility is to take your plate <laughs> and discard it. Just, ugh. Huh. I just don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Garbage is a real problem for me. I do not like to take the garbage out. Ah. I don't like to touch it. Interesting. Yeah. You don't like the hot air emanating <laughs> from it? Any, any kind yeah. of garbage. Yeah. yeah. Maybe an example, and this is maybe less so nowadays, but it, we've talked about this off the podcast, uh, like the fear of things like tornadoes and fires. And is like, it less so? I'm worried about you here. 
fear of tornadoes. <laughs> well, it's it still does in I still do have like a reaction to it and right. I'm still not a fan of inclement weather and I do get uh it's hard for me to go to sleep when there is potential. Like severe thunderstorm is one thing, but when there are actual when it <laughs> The trigger is when there are actual tornado watches. Mm-hmm. Like, keep your eye out. It could happen. Like, nope. No, thank you. Now we're not sleeping. <laughs> and, you know, it's so funny because when I was younger, that produced a lot of anxiety in me. And I don't know what changed in my brain. But now when things like that happen, I can't sleep, but it's not anxiety related it's excitement it's that like extra charge in the air and the excitement of that feeling i don't know it's it's not i, I, I see the look on your face you're saying right now it is not did i <laughs> did i tell you last summer when those big storms were rolling through the one that knocked out power and rapids for like a week and stuff mm-hmm. we were standing on our front porch yeah yeah <laughs> And we couldn't walk. We couldn't turn away. We could. I wanted to. I was like, as soon as I looked at the house kitty corner from us and saw a great big oak tree fall, I said to myself, self, (laughs) this is an unhealthy thing you're doing. (laughs) But I could could not bring myself to go in the basement. I just had to watch. Wow. So... That and it was exciting. It was thrilling. Definitely problematic. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and we so we got to see everything that fell in our yard, and yeah, exciting hmm. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was sad when it was over. Like you stopped being like woohoo, <laughs> and then when you know half of a hundred year old tree is mm-hmm. down and almost hits your garage. Yeah. Almost smashes my goldfish. Yeah, scary stuff. Yeah, and then you have to not only deal with the, oh, what that could have been a lot worse, but also now I have to clean up a tree. Now I have that tree to clean up. Four trees, to be specific. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah. Misophonia. Misophonia. Yeah. Not mesothelioma. No. Misophonia. Very different thing. Gotcha. So... As I was wrapping up researching this, the thought struck me, like, is, is the opposite of that, is the opposite of mis- miso, misophonia, ASMR? Huh. So in other words, having a very positive reaction. Right, to sound. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, me either. That feels like a thing you should research. Right, but yeah. <laughs> if it's the specific opposite. I did, um, because I did look up at what ASMR is. I know we mentioned it a few times on the mm-hmm. podcast. For you, listener, if you have absolutely no idea what we're talking about... Uh, it is mostly a YouTube thing, or at least got its start there. And I don't know if it is elsewhere, but... I don't know why it would be. 
Uh, it stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. In other words, uh, it, it's this like tingling sensation that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine can be caused by things such as whispering, paper tearing, and scalp massage. So, specifically in... <clears throat> I don't know what they're called, but there is a... There is a wire thing with a handle. The, the scalp massager thing? Yeah. yeah. And you can, like... The first time I used that, like, I, that's the response that, like, it, exactly that. The, now, it wasn't the sound, but it was the actual, like, so I've never experienced that from a sound, but apparently some people can, which is the whole reason there are literally millions of ASMR videos right. on the interwebs. So have you gone to the trouble to experiment with any of those to see if there's like a particular thing that does give you that kind of a strong reaction or not, maybe if you have headphones on and are you know yeah not really in a dark office with no lights for example <laughs> listening to ASMR um, yeah I don't know I've, I've been hesitant to research it uh, to like to go and try to find them because my perception is that some of them are maybe a little untoward. So here, here's the wonder of the internet. And that is that anything you decide you're going to research. Right? <laughs> if you keep, if you go deep, deep enough, <laughs> you will find something that is untoward. Yes. For sure. Now yes. that one seems like, because it's the combination of a sensory pleasure and video. <laughs> that it's like there's a Venn diagram there that's very dangerous. Exactly. Right. Right. So. But, but also there are probably, of the millions, probably a lot of them are... Just fine. Hairbrushes. Right? That's a thing I saw. Ah, Somebody with just a, like a big, the big flat kind with the soft bristles mm. and then just rubbing it in this method. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think. My theory is that I, because I have had such adverse reactions to particular sounds that perhaps I would have... Uh, Those positive positive reactions to certain sounds, but like I said, I haven't gone looking for it. Right. So there's one. Mm, I'm saving it for my creative soup segment. You're what now? Yeah. Oh. You heard me. <laughs> Are we at that point? I think so. Are we? I don't know. I You're so. the research guy. Yeah. No, that's You're that's Mr. the research end of it. over there. The, the ASMR was sort of attack on like, huh? Interesting. So, here we are. At the Creative Soup? At the Creative Soup. So, where's my notes? I was just looking back through my research notes to make okay. sure I got everything. 
But here we are, the part of the show where we toss something awesome into your creative soup. So the the thing, my recommendation, is actually a YouTube channel. And he does some actual, well, some ASMR. Uh, now, I have not had a reaction to that, like the typical, I'm using air quotes now, ASMR reaction should, to you it. You should use a lot of air quotes on the podcast. Yeah, all the air quotes. It's really obvious. Uh, but the channel is called Little King Goods. A uh, guy named Ryan, he's a leather crafter. Oh. And so what he does a lot of times is the, again, air quotes, ASMR aspect of his channel is it will just be very, like, uh, the only sounds in the video will be sounds of him working. Ah, okay. So the cutting, the burnishing, the whatever, you know, just, and just amplify, you know, uh, really amplified on the quieter sounds. And, like, it's interesting to me just as a video maker that, like, that that sort of thing can carry a mm-hmm. video versus talking and music and what, you know, mm-hmm. rather than putting more in, it's an experiment in having less in, right. in terms of sound, but a very interesting mm-hmm. sound. And, like, it, it is interesting to listen to even if it does not trigger a specific physical response. So... And and the things he makes are really cool. Yeah. So there. Can you repeat it one more time? Uh, Little King Goods. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Good one. So I can unpin my thing. Okay. Uh, we we watched. Now, here's what I'm doing in my brain right now. Let me explain. I have a piece of information I learned that I can't stop thinking about. Mm -hmm. My brain is associating it with a documentary we watched on Netflix. Mm. Okay. But there's this third part of my brain that is going, but what if it's not actually in that? Maybe if it's something else you saw. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my internal struggle. Let's just assume that I'm correct and I learned this thing from this documentary and if i didn't you get your money back okay on netflix there's a documentary we watch called babies and it's about babies (laughs) (laughs) that is not it, it was very good it was really well done um and it explores a lot of different aspects of parenting and the different effects that things have and uh, sort of developmental things, and it's it's a really interesting documentary. Um, the thing that I learned from it is that when a woman gets pregnant and has a baby, her amygdala mm-hmm. increases in size exponentially. It blows up not blows not literally but it <laughs> it gets much much larger okay and if i'm correct the amygdala is 
wrapped around the center part of your brain. I know it's a part of the brain. I couldn't tell and you it what is, part offhand. Uh, it contains your danger centers. Okay? Okay. So uh, a woman um, who has a baby that increases in size to increase activity to the danger center in your brain. Sure. So more aware. So you're of, more vigilant yeah. of danger. Okay. But it never goes away. It stays that way forever. So women who have not had children <laughs> do not have that increase in the amygdala of their brain. Women who have had children, it increases and they stay perpetually vigilant. Interesting. Does it get bigger with more children? I don't know the answer to that. But that is what I am now willing to believe. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> we, so we watched that. And they did also say that fathers who are well bonded with their children, they'll get an increase in their amygdala as well. It'll, it'll get larger. Um, and we, we went for a hike on Sunday morning. And I was just, I, we're just hi we're hiking along, and we're not talking. And just this thought crosses my brain, like, that seems really unfair. Because I, <laughs> I am at this point now where I am not, I'm not responsible to make sure tiny people, mm -hmm. right? Like, that is just, I just have to kind of... So you would like to be less anxious. I would like to be less anxious. That's what it comes down to. I would like to have then <laughs> be able to like drop that. But it makes total sense to me that because we have previously discussed that I am ever vigilant. <laughs> Fair enough. So I thought that was an interesting fact. Very interesting. So Babies is the name of that documentary. It's really interesting. The Amygdala. Yes. Which is just fun to say. It is. I hope that's also the right part of what we're talking about because... <laughs> Come as, to find out it'll be the wrong documentary, yeah, the wrong part of the brain. Wrong. Everything I've said is wrong. <laughs> um, I will just continue to trade on my ability to say it with enthusiasm, <laughs> say it loudly, and okay. hope that people continue to believe me. Fair enough. Yes. So this is where we come to the wrap-up. Here we are. Thank you so much for bringing that topic. That was super fun. Yeah. Now I can think about things that give me the heebie-jeebies. Right. And, and now you'll whatever be able the other to thing is distinguish it from yes. other things. Yes. No, I'm very familiar with heebie-jeebies. So So do you, have, do you have links that we're going to share? Do you have stuff that we I can? I do. I do have cool. a few. Yep. So we will include any links from Vince's almost encyclopedic level of research below. Ever casual research. Yes, incredibly <laughs> casual. It doesn't even have to be Friday for it to be casual. <laughs> it's so casual. Um, and you can find that where we post this. And we are going to, we know, 
We should have made this decision. Do we make the decision walk coming into this before you turn turn down record where these are going to end up? Oh. Um, we should have it nailed down by then. Oh, you mean on the the, UR, the URL? Let's yeah. do let's do pod. Okay. I like that. Yes. So we are creating a new page for our podcast so they can all live in one place to make them easier to get to and to make them all easier for you to see. So they are going to now live in their own little area, which will be exclamationcuso.com slash pod, P-O-D. And that way it'll have this really nice new interface. We're very excited. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. had a good conversation with Kylie about some cool art, yeah. but it'll all be there. If you cannot find us there, you can always find us on anchor.fm. Look for Awesomeology. That's Awesomeology with no E. Um, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, virtually any one of your favorite podcast apps. And if this is your first time listening, we have just a whole... This is episode 40? Technically. Maybe? Oh, I have no idea. I think we we'll don't know. that. We have a whole bunch of episodes. So We restarted the numbering system. Yes, so. we started, we started over from the beginning five, and we're very lost right now. Six? So, I don't remember. I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> well prepared. So we have a whole back catalog of The Simplicity Show all in the same feed along with Awesomeology. So go back and check them out at your leisure. Thank you, friends, listeners, for tuning in. Let us know. Well, I hope that this podcast doesn't in, induce misophonic reactions in people. Or the heebie-jeebies. Or the heebie-jeebies. But let us know what things do give you the heebie-jeebies or a stark misophonic negative reaction. <laughs> How many times can we say that? And if you want to offer us your feedback, you can leave a voicemail for us at anchor.fm slash awesomeology. Awesomeology. A W S O M L O G Y. So close. That was hard. I was nowhere near. So close. No? I didn't get it? Missed an O. I missed an O? Yeah. That's sad. We should write it down. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome without any. Mm-hmm. And then ology. Mm-hmm. It's very, about two E's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. It's weird. Finish up your wrap up. This is Sue and Vince reminding you that life's awesome if you make it awesome. We'll see you next time. <laughs>